I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. All right, so we've been talking about landing a remote job for a while now, but the one thing you're probably most curious about is how to learn the online skills you need to land these jobs. I'm not just talking about getting a brief introduction, but learning from actual accredited schools so you can be taken seriously when you apply for these jobs. You've been waiting for a while, and I'm really sorry about that, but I have finally created a whole page listing the best courses to take from teaching English online to becoming a freelance writer and so much more all from trusted sources that will get you that remote job so if you're ready and serious to take the next step then visit theoffbeatlife.com slash learn online skills to get started again you can visit theoffbeatlife.com slash learn online skills to get started Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Natalie where she's going to share with us how to take epic travel photos. Hey Natalie, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you for being back and sharing all of your tips. But before we do that, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? Yeah. So I am a photographer and blogger. And in 2016, I quit my job to travel and eventually ended up in the beautiful Sierra Nevada mountains and now get to call Lake Tahoe home. And I spend my time traveling, being outside and taking photos. That is awesome. I know I was uh, telling Natalie before how jealous I am of her because she's so close to nature. She could just go after this interview and just do whatever she wants out there, you know, hike, swim, whatever. But I'm pretty sure it's kind of cold right now. But anyways, so Natalie, you have been a photographer for quite some time and you take a lot of really gorgeous shots when you travel. How do you actually do that? How do we get from mediocre to something that could be in a magazine like your photographs are? So I do a lot of research on locations. Uh, When I get to a new place, I do a bunch of research. I make a whole list of locations I want to check out that could be possible for photos. Usually, you know, the big name tourist spots are are always easy to find, but I spend a lot of time just walking around, kind of scouting places out and add those to the list. The next thing I do is then I go scout out each of the locations on my list. You know, you can do that at any kind of any time of day, but it just, it helps me to get an idea of the exact spots I want to take a photo in and um, like what kind of positioning and the crowd levels and what the lighting is like too. (laughs) Then the next thing is actually, you know, going out there. I usually like to go really early in the morning. There's less crowds. The light in the morning is usually nicer. It's a little bit soft and glowy and I just tend to, you know, like that look. (laughs) And the next thing is I always have a plan. Um, I keep notes on my phone with everything about the photo shoot. So, you know, I'll pull photos from Pinterest for inspiration and I'll put those in the note. I will have notes on the exact spot and location I want to take a photo, even down to what poses I want to do in the photo I will have written down. So once I'm there, I have I know exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, because I don't know about you guys, but 
being somewhere new and not really having a plan, I will kind of freeze up and (laughs) those photos (laughs) never come out as good, I feel like. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, having that plan and having it all like in a note in my phone has been super helpful. And then the last thing, honestly, is (laughs) my wardrobe. I hate to say it, but like, honestly, your wardrobe kind of matters. If you look a little disheveled, your photos will come out disheveled. So really thinking about what I wear. I tend towards uh, solid colors and bonus points if you can do a contrasting color for the background. So I like a lot of, I like to wear a lot of reds and yellows because if I'm in, you know, a dark green forest, that's what really pops. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's so funny. Um, I used to travel around before the pandemic with friends who are big Instagrammers and they just love taking photos. And it was hilarious when they would bring all of these outfit changes and they would be like in their hiking gear. And then all of a sudden um, they take out all of these gorgeous outfits from from their backpack. And here I am. I'm like, I just thought I'd look cute with what I'm wearing on. And they're like, no, you have to to do all of these things. And then their photos come out so beautiful. And that's exactly what you're talking about. Right, Natalie, you'd like you just pack all these outfits and then you're good to go in your photo shoot. <laughs> yeah, I think it also just definitely depends on your style. I am definitely more the like athletic wear style. So I'll, I'll still wear the clothes that I hike in, but I'm very meticulous about, you know, <laughs> I'll bring, you know, speci- a specific jacket that I know will look good in a certain location or if I if I'm gonna do a couple different outfit changes, you know, a couple different pairs of leggings and jackets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it really does. It really matters, and I've seen the differences in it. You know, when you don't choose the right colors, when you don't do the right poses, when you don't have the right angles, and the lighting too. And that's the thing when you're taking photos outside, you don't have your own studio where you can manipulate the lighting. You really have to see what's happening and you know the weather what time of the day it is and that's probably a lot of planning for you too right when you have to put all of those things together yeah there's a lot of different variables to take into consideration you know midday you're going to have harsh shadows so if that's the look you're going for then that's awesome shoot it get those photos at midday but if you want you know that softer kind of less harsh look than early in the morning or like right before sunset is the time to go. Yeah, I always find those like sunset and then the morning when it's kind of like hazy, more romantic, right? And that's what you're kind of going for and maybe a little moody or so it also depends like you're talking about like what your look is. And then for the the midday one, I also, I always see that as more like when you're doing like a fashion shoot and it has to be sharp and edgy and the look is way different. So it's so interesting how all of this stuff is like, you don't like, if you're not a photographer, if you don't really think about this, you don't even understand how it really changes the look. Like you can take the same, uh, like the same person in the same um, angle in the same place, but you do it right before sunset. And then you take the same thing or like right at noon and it looks completely different. It's so crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or, you know, a sunny day versus a cloudy day. I personally love 
to take photos on cloudy days. I like that kind of flat light. I think that's just a personal preference, but I think it, I think the photos come out looking cool and like a little bit moody and that's just kind of my jam. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely agree with you on that one. Um, It's so funny. I was talking to a few friends and then they were like, oh, it's, it's really cloudy out. Probably not going to be good photos. I'm like, actually, this is a perfect time. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm like, we don't want the sun. It's too harsh. This is nice. So it's so interesting. So how did you learn all of this? Was it just from experience? Did you read any other blogs? Like, are there any resources that people can find to really help them take these epic photos that, that you, you are doing right now? I'm sure I did some reading, but mostly just looking at other people's photos and trying to emulate them for a while. You know, when you if you see a photo that you really like and try to recreate it on your own and it doesn't come out, you know, how your inspiration photo looks, that gives you a lot to work with and a lot to kind of learn from. And uh, that's kind of how I started to figure out my own style and how to to take the photos I take. <laughs> I started out really just emula- trying to emulate other photos and getting it wrong a lot and then adjusting from there. Yeah, I mean, that's how you learn, right? That's the best way to learn is just to go out there, take action, take photography seriously if you want to do this for a living or maybe just a really fun hobby for you and who knows where it can go. That's what happened with you. So um, it's it's amazing that you're able to do this now full time and you're able to pivot when everything changed. So thank you so much, Natalie, for all of these tips. We really appreciate them. We love what you do. If our listeners want to learn more about you, see some of these awesome photographs where can they find you my blog is nattyontheroad.com and then my instagram is also nattyontheroad and then uh, my photography business is highansel.com awesome thanks so much Nat. we really appreciate you thanks so much it was great talking to you I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Natalie. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she was able to leave the nine to five to become a travel blogger and photographer. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Live. I'll talk to you soon.